Today, we've got Trevin Peterson back on the podcast to talk about everything from spying on family members' purchases for product ideas to sports card investment hobbies to product launch strategies and more. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. You want to know what keywords are driving the most sales for listings on Amazon? To do that, you need to know what highly searched for keywords the product is ranking for maybe at the top of page one. You can actually find that out in seconds by using Helium 10's keyword research tool, Cerebro. Now that's just one of the many, many functions that make this tool my favorite tool in the whole suite, and it's the most powerful keyword research tool ever created for e-commerce sellers. For more information, go to h10.me forward slash Cerebro, h10.me forward slash C-E-R-E-B-R-O. Don't forget to use the Serious Sellers Podcast discount coupon, SSP10. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I am your host, Bradley Sutton. This is the show. That's a completely BS-free, unscripted, and unrehearsed organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level, in the Amazon or Walmart world. We've got a serious seller who's going to be here on the podcast for the uh, third time. And it's been about a year and a half or almost two years since the last time you came on. And it was, it's re been really awesome to see your journey. You were on episode, first of all, 89, for those who want to go back and see his original episode. And then he was on episode 213. And so one of the few to make it to three times on this podcast, but it's just because your life story and, and adventures just keeps getting more and more interesting. So we got to bring you back. So as a matter of fact, you just told me that you just, uh, what, spent the last six weeks, like not even barely in your house because you've just been on the road, huh? Yes. Uh, first and foremost, I'm honored to be back three times. Uh, that's, it's, it's an honor. I love, love these podcasts. Um, more than anything, I mean, all my students, Amazon students love and are loyal uh, fans of the podcast. So just, um, just want to applaud you for, for the work that you've done. But yeah, this last um, six weeks has been chaotic with different traveling, um, different events. Um, but it's been uh, an amazing journey over the last, and it's been now close to five years selling yep. on Amazon and it just continues to get crazier and crazier day by day. Yep. Yep. For sure. For sure. I remember going back to that original episode. Or actually, I don't remember. I just have uh, pulled up some notes from your old episode. So, you know, my, my memory is terrible. But uh, it said here that, you know, at the end of the episode, I always ask people, like, what's their goals? And then so this was in 2019 that you were first in the podcast. Um, and then you had said, oh, yeah, my goal for 2020 was to 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 be seven figure seller, you know, to be around one point two to one point five million. And then when I had you on in early 2021, in January of 2021, you actually, you know, you you actually did hit that, you know, hit what you wanted and you had launched 12 different products to help you get there. And then your your goals for the rest of 2021 was, let me check my notes here. It says you, you were launching, I guess, a second Amazon account. And then you were like, hey, I want to hit seven figures on my second account to launch four more products and then grow my TikTok followers. So let, let's start there. Like, what, uh, how did you do with some of those goals that, that I just mentioned there in 2021? My second account did not quite hit the seven mm -hmm. figure mark, but there is a lot of progress. I think this year we'll do on my second account close to 600 to 800,000 is kind of 
where we'll be this year. Okay. Um, my what about your first account? account? Cause I, I didn't even, my, my I, first I account, uh, definitely 20, 2020 just absolutely blew things up. And then yep. 2021 took a little dip. Okay. Um, but 2022 will be back right up around that one to 1.2 million on my main account. Okay. So, okay. So, so together it's still, I mean, regardless that it's down a little bit, still, it's still over, over uh, $1 million then. Yes. And, okay. and it's been, it's been an amazing ride. I mean, ups and downs, you've obviously in the last few years, you just had to adapt different things with uh, the pandemic shipping, um, price increases, um, a lot of different obstacles. But, um, for me, that's kind of the, the, the part of entrepreneurship being an Amazon seller, that that's just part of it. You just got to always adapt and adjust. So that was, I uh, didn't quite hit that goal. Hopefully mm-hmm. this year will improve. TikTok um, has been awesome. Um, definitely grew more in 2020, 2021. I just feel like during the pandemic, everybody was watching TikTok and not very many people were on there, but I'm still super consistent on that and just continuing growing every day and just trying to better myself um, every single day. So awesome. Now, now the last time, you know, it was actually, you know, it's hard to believe that this pandemic has been going on for so long, but you were, we, we even last time we're talking about how the pandemic affected you and, and you had to like switch to FBM. I did for a while due to, you know, um, I'm assuming that, you know, they, they didn't allow you to send stuff in, uh, cause it wasn't essential or whatever, but you know, most of those problems got kind of fixed, you know, uh, yep. in, in 2021. But as you said, there, there's other issues, you know, the prices have gone up, uh, and, and shipping, shipping prices skyrocketed and then shipping times skyrocketed and then just just general inflation. So which of these things, or maybe something else I didn't mention, what were some of the biggest obstacles for you, uh, that was different for you in 2021 and the first part here of 2022 that you've had to overcome? Honestly, the first part of 2021, the ship times were extremely long compared to what they were. Mm. Um, I would definitely say that has settled down and I've been able to get shipments in a lot quicker, but I would say that was probably the hardest thing um, was just ship times, um, lead times with manufacturers as well. They're, they're really busy. Um, every once in a while, s- suppliers might have issues because, um, yeah, this pandemic, hopefully it will end soon, but yep. it just kept lingering along and just kept going and dragging out. And so more than anything, I think it just delayed on um, the process um, when it, when it came to selling on Amazon. And I think in the last few months, at least in 2022, knock on wood, everything has gone a lot smoother mm-hmm. than, um, in the past. And hopefully that's a step in the right direction. Did you find then that you were running out of stock due to the shipping times? Uh, did you find that maybe your profitability like took a big hit due to the, uh, the, uh, the, the shipping prices, what, what were the ones that affected you the most? Would you say? I would say being out of stock. Um, some of my best sellers, it's, it, it takes forever to, to first manufacture and then the lead time. And what, when you have delays like that, and if you're out of stock for even two, three weeks, trying to get back up to where you were originally when you went out of stock, um, that's a grind in of itself. And so I would mm-hmm. say that was probably the biggest hit was just running out of stock and now luckily I've just, what I've done since day one is try to reinvest like 90% of all profits just right back into the business. And and that's what's been able to sustain my growth is just keep reinvesting back into inventory, which allows me to not run out of stock because every every day that you're out of stock, I mean, you're essentially throwing money down the drain. What were some of your 
things that you did in order to kind of like get your momentum back? First of all, were you able to get your momentum back on all the stuff that you, uh, you know, that you went out of stock on? Or did you find that it was just like, you know what, no matter what you did, you couldn't get your ranking back and your sales never, never matched what, uh, what happened before? Or were you able to, to, to recoup that? I would say majority of the products, I was able to get it back up and going. Um, there was one and I, and I'm still selling it. It's just not doing as well. Um, it's like a, it's like a $50 product and I was selling like 10, 10 units a day. And now it's doing like three to five units a day. So it dropped significantly, but I mean, it's still a great product, still good profit margins, um, and slowly working it back up. Um, so that was kind of the, the one product that did take a hit, but the other ones I would say for the most part, I was able to get back up and going. Um, yes, I did have to push PPC a little bit more, had to throw on some coupon codes to try to get it kind of that momentum back up and going. And I would say a lot of uh, new Amazon sellers, um, just Amazon sellers in general, don't quite understand the importance of keeping in stock. And if you do run out of stock, um, it's not that you have to launch from square one. I mean, you've mm-hmm. got reviews, you, you've, you've got momentum, but you do have to really push as soon as you do get back in stock to, to continue uh, to, to the trajectory that you were originally selling. Okay. Did you, you know, due to the increased shipping prices or just inflation in general, have you raised your price? Uh, and regardless of if you did it, have you noticed any of your main competitors raising their price in the last like six to eight months or so? I actually literally, uh, probably two hours ago, I increased my price, um, on, on a few of my products. I, I got back in stock and I have a lot more inventory and, um, things, things are going well. And, and I, ha- uh, like compared to my competitors, I feel like I was fairly reasonably priced. And so I was like, mm-hmm. look, I'm going to increase the price. And honestly, my sales have not dropped. If anything, they've gotten better. So I did increase it a couple bucks, nothing crazy. Um, but hopefully that will make up for the the price increases, the new 5% fuel surcharge um, that Amazon's rolling out, I think April 28th. So not sure when you guys will be listening to this, but mm-hmm. um, that fee will happen. Um, and, and more than anything, I mean, just the economy in general. I mean, inflation is up eight and a half percent. And I, I think consumers- Well, you have a just, Tesla. So so the gas price yeah. <laughs> increases is not affecting you as as the rest of the people. I, I'm still trying to sell my Tesla, but but that almost <laughs> makes me want to keep it now. When I when I see here in California, $6 gas prices just- it, it, uh, It's, you know, it's insane. insane. So with, yeah. with inflation going up, I think consumers are just getting used to spending a little bit more. Yeah. So I don't think increasing your price now, depending on, on the market that you're in, it might affect your listing, but um, for me, uh, increasing my price a couple bucks honestly hasn't hurt uh, my listings yeah. at all. Okay, cool. Now, you, um, you said you had launched 12 products in 2020. Your goal for 2021 was four. Did you end up launching those four products or did you launch more? Did you launch less? I, I launched actually more in 2021 than, than four products. Hmm. Um, I, I launched uh, a new brand that just absolutely has, has crushed it. Um, and in that, inside that brand, there's, there's four products, um, on that brand. And then on my second account, I launched, um, I, I guess it's one product, but there's like five different variations inside that product. Um, so, so I was able to, and that was in the last like eight months of, in the last eight months I've launched, uh, what, eight, eight products now. Okay. Let's talk about those a little bit. Obviously, you know, we're not going to, you know, try and dox your, your products or something, but, but, um, you know, there's, 
75 million ways to find product opportunity. You know, yeah. uh, I could look on Pinterest, you know, I could look on Etsy. I could just run Helium 10 black box. I could just browse bestseller guides. I could look at what's trending on TikTok. I mean, there are just so many ways to, to find product opportunity. Uh, if you can think back, you know, six, eight, nine months, whenever you found these, how, what were the methods that you used in order to find these, uh, opportunity, uh, these opportunities? Yeah, that's a great question. And as simple as it sounds, uh, over the last five years selling on Amazon, my brain has completely shifted to, in a sense of every time I see something, whether it's on the internet, whether it's in person, in the store, um, just in general conversation, I try to, and it, and it just now comes natural, but I try mm -hmm. to think, oh, like, is there an opportunity to sell on Amazon? And sure because, enough- yeah, Guys, I, I hope you're listening to this because if you are new to Amazon and this hasn't hit you yet, get ready because- it's fun for some of us, but then some people, they say like, Amazon has ruined my life. Like I'm going to my friend's houses and all I keep saying every, Ooh, that would be a good product to sell. Amazon. I wonder if I could sell like guys, it literally changes the way you go about your daily life. Exactly what Trevin is talking about here. But what's funny is as simple as it is, that is like, in all honesty, that is how I found my best selling product to date wow. is just in general, just observation relating everything back to Amazon. And so just as I'm going through, I, I mean, even just shopping on Amazon, and this is another little tip that you could could look at doing, mm -hmm. um, at least in my family, like my mom, my wife, they, are, they shop on Amazon two, three times. It feels like a day. Mm -hmm. And so what I do is I'll actually log on to their Amazon accounts and I'll go to their orders <laughs> and I'll scroll. And I'll just scroll and scroll and scroll until uh -huh. I see, oh, like, what is this? And it's actually really funny. Like my mom um, has been on top of trends. Like I, I, I see stuff in her house and I'm like, where did you get this? She's like, oh, well, I got this like a year and a half ago. And I'm looking and I'm like, I just found this product on Amazon like two months ago. And here you are on top of the trend a year mm -hmm, ago. Mm -hmm. So just in, in conversation with, with, my, with my mom, my wife, friends, um, looking at Amazon accounts, past orders, that, that's an easy way for me. There's no extra effort. Um, yeah, granted, once you do come up with the idea, you got to vet it. You got to look at the analytics and whatnot. But that is one of my favorite ways of finding products as of late. Okay, let's talk about that vetting and validation because yeah, you know, you could be looking at your mom's, you know, uh, order history and it's maybe a bunch of collagen peptides. That doesn't necessarily <laughs> make it a, a a a good you know thing to sell on Amazon. So like, once you see this product, what what's like your process on? when, at what point you get excited, like, Ooh, I, th I think I see something here. I think it comes with time. So one of my, again, another favorite, uh, strategy is using helium 10 black box using the keyword tab. Mm -hmm. And after I've scrolled probably tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of products, just scrolling, 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 you, you kind of get a feel or an eye for what to look for. And after I've done it so much, I can, I, I like, honestly, I don't know if this is just, just come naturally or if I got some special gift, probably not. It's probably just something silly, but six cents. I, yeah, six cents <laughs> or something, but I'll just be scrolling. And like, I just know when a product could potentially have potential, um, not necessarily like it's going to be a killer home run product, but mm -hmm. like, I know like, okay, this might be worth my time to go down the rabbit hole, to do a little bit more digging, to do a little bit more research. And my main thing that I'm looking at as soon as I go to verify it is just looking at the the search volume 
okay. is there actually demand for the product? Because obviously if there's not demand, like there's absolutely no sense um, in selling it. And then I like looking at um, the competition and just breaking down, like, are there sellers with low reviews that are doing decent, decent numbers? Um, and then looking at the overall market at like, okay, what is the the average competitor? Like what, what's the average reviews and, and different things like that. So that's kind of the the second phase that I'm going into uh, to, to verify products. And then once I do that, then I'll go down a little bit further and a little bit further. And then hopefully things check out. Now, um, you know, I remember before you had some pretty unique uh like off Amazon strategy too. Like you, you mentioned, you know, talking about, uh, you know, you, you look in orders and stuff like that. But if I recall, like you, you would use like TikTok and some other ways to find some, um, some, some interesting ways to get product ideas too. What else are you, it doesn't have to be necessarily product research, could be keyword research or whatever. What non Amazon, non Helium 10 ways, obviously there's just tons of ways to do it with Helium 10 and with Amazon, but what are some off Amazon things that you're doing it doesn't have to just be on the product research side. Maybe it's a uh, uh, influencer outreach, or or maybe it's on finding the top keywords, or or finding trending viral Instagram reels, or what, what else are you doing? Um, I mean to kind of go along with the the TikTok, and then also looking at like past orders of my my family's accounts mm-hmm. or friends' accounts. Um, I think a super underrated way to find, and I know I talked about this on the last episode, but is TikTok or just social media in general. Um, it's it's actually kind of crazy. And I, I know, uh, I, I don't know how many people listened to the last episode, but there are so many accounts that how they make a living, like they've built businesses around Amazon finds and products that they find on Amazon. And all they do is reviews of them. And they're doing the research for you. So just go watch the videos and and see what could potentially have opportunity. Um, the, the, the one thing that's kind of hard with uh, techniques or strategies outside of like, let's say Helium 10, like the black box, is you don't really know the, the, the competition, the demand until you actually yeah. dive into it. So it might look like it has great potential, but that that's kind of only one part of the, of the equation. And so you still need to go in and, and vet the the product. But I, I, I do think that, um, the, the TikTok Amazon finds, if you just go do hashtag Amazon finds both on Instagram and TikTok, like there's hundreds of accounts that that's all they do. They'll, they'll post like five videos a day, mm-hmm. um, about just random products that they find on Amazon. And then, like you look for the ones that that are getting a lot of you know plays and likes and stuff, and and go from there. And then every once in a while, yeah, exactly. Every once in a while, my wife will find one of those products and she'll actually order it, and it will show up at my por- um on my doorstep. I'm like, what is this product? And then and then that's when I'm like, oh, I, and then my wheels get turning, and and then that's when I, I dive in a little bit deeper. But yeah, that that's basically the the general. Do you ever concept. do the opposite? where you take your products and try and get these people who do these viral videos to make one about your product? So it's actually kind of funny. Um, my brother is big into TikTok as well. And my products on Amazon without me paying, and and I'm sure they're out there even more, but my brother has sent me two different videos of TikTokers that have done reviews or had my product in their videos. So without me even doing an outreach, like it's just naturally happened, which is actually kind of really funny. 
Um, but I've also paid influencers um, both on TikTok and Instagram to to make videos, and like I actually pay them to do it. Um, and, and I've seen great um, success with that. And there's actually a new thing um, if you're brand registered. I can't remember what it's called. Um, but it's like the brand referral program mm-hmm. and Amazon is incentivizing, um, Amazon sellers to basically, if you're driving outside traffic, so if you're running Facebook ads, if you're doing influencer marketing, if you're doing TikTok, if you're doing any sort of outside traffic into Amazon, yep. then this brand referral program is essentially, I think it's like 10%. You're saving yep. 10% yep. on yep. Amazon fees. And so that's another way I mean, if you're spending money on an influencer post and if they can use your brand referral link, then essentially that influencer post was quote unquote free. Um, yeah, so that's yeah. another thing that, that, that people can try. Yeah. Uh, th- th- I've heard a lot of people using that lately. I haven't it myself, but I think it's a great, uh, a great way to promote your product and, that, and you're kind of like doing it on Amazon's, uh, Amazon's dime. Now, uh, going back to like product launches, you know, uh, I say product launch in in May of 2022 is definitely different than May of 2021 and before because you know we would all we, or not, I don't know about you, but a lot of people out there uh, would do you know rebates. I would do you know rebates. So it was within Amazon terms of service as long as you weren't like you know trying to do it for for reviews or, or stuff like that. But you know, uh, search find buy two step URLs, nothing wrong with that explicitly in the terms of service until it became explicitly against terms of service, you know, towards the end of 2021. So people who ask you like, oh man, you know, this, this was my method of launching before, like, uh, well, what do I do in 2022 for launching a product? If I've, I've got to get all this action organic instead of paying services or, or doing those things. So like, what, what, what are you and like your students and community doing for, for new product uh, launches now? I would say the most important part for a successful product launch uh, and we've talked about it for the first 20 minutes is the product itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and for me, if I have a good product, if I've done the research, if I've gone through the process, um, I'm not going to say it's easy to launch on Amazon, but I would say it solves 99% of your problems. So for me, if you have done your research, if you found a good product, um, I mean, technically, yeah, you can you can rank fairly easily um, with just PPC and throwing a, a a coupon on it, and and just going kind of hard and targeting um, those specific keywords. Um, and, and that's another thing is um, if you aren't using a service, then what you have to do is you have to spend you, you have to spend money. Yeah. You, you have to be willing to spend the money to launch your product. And I feel I I see so many new Amazon sellers get to that point of launching a product they've gone through product research they've ordered the samples they've they've ordered the product they've they've done uh photography on their listing i mean they've done the whole nine yards but then they get to the launch and they're scared to spend five dollars a day on ppc and 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 they just expect it to magically launch to page one and i'm like look like if you want to launch it to page one you do have to pay and you do have to push pretty hard on those certain keywords that you're wanting to rank for so that's kind of the way that I go about it is look, like you, you just got to be willing to, to pay and yeah, you might not be super profitable in the very beginning. Um, and now depending on your product, you might be profitable from the very beginning, but there's other products that you might not be as profitable. Yeah, absolutely. Now, once you found that product, you know, before the launch phase, you got to get that product. So what are you doing these days? You know, of course, 
any anybody can do alibaba.com and some people even years years and years use alibaba.com i um i have what i do for alibaba is is i just like kind of like get a a price range there but i actually have a sourcing agent who who goes and tries to negotiate uh best deals as far instead of me trying to you know like negotiate directly with factories what about you are are you using alibaba do you have a sourcing agent uh do you have your own person who just is is trying to find trying to find suppliers or what do you do yeah so i've i've done both um and honestly for the last 5 years alibaba has worked amazing for me mm-hmm. um the the one issue and and maybe i just need to find a different sourcing sourcing agent but i've gone through um, some sourcing agents and I just feel like it's taken a little bit longer than if I was to do it myself. Um, but obviously that's a, that's a, a huge win. If you're super busy and you don't have the time to do it, obviously that saves a lot of time off of your plate. But for me, sometimes if I can go in and do it and, and maybe get the samples done a little bit quicker, um, maybe get the order done a little bit quicker than my sourcing agent, then that could be a benefit. Um, so for the most part, I, 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 I've kept it pretty simple. Um, like I said, I've used a sourcing agent in the past, but now for the most part, it's Alibaba. Find just a bunch of different suppliers, vet them, make sure that, hey, they're legit. They're, they, they've got good reviews. The communication is good. The samples check out. Um, and then through that, it's just uh, it, that that's kind of been my process. Okay. Now, you know, obviously private label is still a, a great way to go, but but um, due to inflation, due to shipping prices, you know, sometimes it, it can be a bit, a bit pricey. You know, I, I've done tests where, like, I, I was able to launch a product for only, like, about $2,000. But, you know, if you only have $2,000, um, you absolutely can have – you can, as in C-A-N, have success on Amazon. But it might take a little bit longer because your profit is not going to be much because, you know, $1,000 of that is probably shipping. So you're, you're probably selling something that's super, super cheap with low profit margin. But if I want to save up – to get five or six or seven thousand dollars, so I can go after maybe you know more of a product range. Um, I've only got you know four or five hundred dollars right now. What what do you suggest to those people on how you can start building up your capital so that you can invest in maybe a, a more expensive product down the line? If people had the solution, I, I mean, there's solutions. It's just that the reality is, is you you got to be willing to put in the work um, mm-hmm. to be able to get to that point. What I tell people and how I started is. I, I made a ton of sacrifices. I, I did not go eat out. I did not buy any fancy things. Yep. I was not like you see people that make $20,000 a year, yet their priority is buying the newest iPhone. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and for me, don't upgrade your phone. Maybe instead of having $1,000 right there. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, that, that's a thousand bucks. And, and, uh. and there's a lot of expenses. And, and like I've see, I see people, they'll go buy a new car or they'll go do different things. And I'm like, guys, if you're looking or trying to save up, that's not the way to save up. So that's all, the, the obvious yeah. is yeah. Look, just cut out your expenses, try to um, budget. Um, and more than likely, there's, I would say, I, I bet you could save 500 bucks a month easy just in simple budgeting. At the end of the day, if you really want to save up the $5,000 or whatever it is to that it's going to take to launch the product, you can make it happen. It's just if you're willing to put in the work to make it happen. Yeah. You know, no matter what you guys use to, to make more money, whether it's a side hustle or, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, start on merch by Amazon or, or some stuff that doesn't require investment, 
all of that doesn't matter if you don't have what what Trevor was talking about the the beginning, which is hey, you got to start saving your money and and um, you know you don't need the new Gucci shoes, you don't need the <laughs> iPhone 17, you know, st- stick with the iPhone 10, you know, for a while. The phone still works, guys. If your battery gets bad, it's an eighty dollar replacement from from Apple instead of a eight hundred dollar new phone. And and sometimes we, we take these things for granted and we don't realize how much it how much it um, adds up. So, so keep that in mind, guys, like you can make more money, but it's not going to do any good if, if your um, if your money burns a hole in your pocket. Uh, well, like, and uh, another thing to kind of add on to that is building those habits right now is going to benefit you in the long run. Because again, what I see, and this is where people don't take their Amazon business to the next level is they start making decent money. They, let's say they start doing five, 10 grand in sales a month and they start having money come in. And as soon as they're like, oh, I'm, I'm starting to make a bunch of money, they, they start blowing it. They start mm-hmm. spending it instead of reinvesting back into the business. And from what I've seen, um, unless you have some source of funding or you had saved up a bunch of money, but from what I've seen is the people that have had success, majority of the times they're reinvesting almost everything for the first little bit to build up the inventory, yeah. to build up the business, to get the momentum and having the, that, those, those habits yep. budgeting from the very beginning is, is something that you're going to want for your business, your business in the future. Great point. You know, sure. You can, you can make some quick money, like maybe you have some instant success on Amazon. It's not guaranteed, but it could, it could happen. You could have some yeah. instant success, but then if you go right back to your old habits, instead of reinvesting that money into your company, you know, your, your, your growth trajectory is going to definitely stall. So that's, that's a good point um, as well. Now, you know, out of curiosity, I know you, you, I, I saw like in your social media, you got like into sports cards, a lot like me. Now, was this something that was just like a hobby you picked up, you know, now that you're an Amazon seller or was this something that you've been doing since you were, you were little or what? So that, yeah, that's a good question. Um, I, I, I collected basketball cards when I was, when I was younger. Um, and then it kind of faded away. And then during, um, I, I think it was like, tw- it was probably during 2020, I just started getting back into the hobby and I just got addicted and I had some money. Yep. <laughs> I, I had some money, and I was like, "Oh, this is super fun." Um, and and when I was younger, that was kind of the main reason that kept me back from the hobby was my parents didn't want to waste a bunch of money on cards. They they didn't want to just go spend all that, and I didn't have that money either. And so now that I had some money, I was like, "Oh, let's let's go buy some cards." And it ended up probably. I mean, I still got a, a big collection, um, but. I guess we'll see what happens in the future, but I just spent a bunch of money, had fun. You know, you you can make some good money off of- um, And that's true. It's just my my issue is it's so hard with with all the businesses that I have going, it's so hard to have the time to list the, the, the cards, to then have them sell it, to then package the orders. I mean, you could go on like consignment um, and, and do it that route. Um, yep. But for me to make money in the hobby, you do have to really spend time doing it. Just like if you want to make money on Amazon, like you've got to put in the effort, you got to yep. Yep. do it every single day. And if you don't, well, you're not going to see the results that you want. But it What's is your a most hobby. expensive card or your most prized uh, slab that you have. Um, it's it's probably still being graded, um, but I I mean I I have a a few like Kevin Durant rookie cards that I mm-hmm. that I really like that I that hopefully um I'm not and it, what's funny is I'm not the biggest Kevin Durant fan yep. but it was a good opportunity and I was like ah oh, this is this is a good potential card to buy so I picked it up um and and some of my best cards have been actually 
you can join like YouTube lives where they do like live box breaks. Yes. Yes. And, and that was actually really fun. You pay like 50 bucks and they draw your name, um, out of like a hat and you yep. get a, a certain team. And yeah. I actually got an Anthony Edwards, like one of 10 rookie wow. card that I sold for like 2,500 bucks, not graded. And mm. I paid 50 bucks for the slot. Now that was wow. pure yeah. luck. Yeah. Um, but that was a, a fun kind of experience. The adrenaline, adrenaline rush. Yep. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yep. And, and, and that's addicting. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. But again, guys, you got to be careful. This, yeah. you, know, <laughs> you can sink so much money, then all your Amazon proceeds go away. But hey, as you know, th this is something that, you know, when you were, you know, in 2017 or whenever you were doing your construction job or whatever you're doing before Amazon, you wouldn't have had the ability to go, you know, go spend a few thousand dollars and invest in, in sports cars. And that's what it is, guys. If you're going to have something fun, in my opinion, like a cool thing is, is something that can also be considered an investment. Like there's nothing wrong with travel. You were just traveling for six mm -hmm. you know, uh, weeks. I love traveling, but it's not like traveling is going to get me money, you know, back. That doesn't mean you shouldn't travel. You should definitely live life and enjoy it. And guess what guys being an Amazon seller sometimes gives you opportunities you can do, but it's cool as like, if you, if you can somehow make even your hobbies, uh, money generating. So like, you know, I I've invested thousands of dollars into sports cards, but it actually has value. I can sell it for a lot more than I paid, but you know, like Trevin, same thing for me. Like I'm working at Helium 10. I'm doing my Amazon accounts. I don't have time to be listing all these cards on, on eBay and stuff, but I could, if I wanted to. And, that, and, that, and that's kind of like a cool thing. So if you guys are completely open to hobbies, look into hobbies where it could actually make you some money at the same time. Like me, I, I this is just me. Like I, I couldn't figure out cryptocurrency. Like I was just like, you know what? I don't have time to learn this. I love sports cards. So this, this to me is a more safe investment than just like, you know, um, cryptocurrency and, and things like that. That was just me though. And it'll be interesting. Um, I, I don't know if potentially Gary V will say anything about sports cards, but I'm not sure if this is too early to talk about, but he's going to be talking, um, at the, the big, huge event coming up here in a couple months. And, yep. uh, he was kind of the one that kind of sparked my interest back into the hobby. Cause he was like, Hey, get on, get on sports cards, like do sports cards. And, and what's funny is if I would have just listened to this guy over the last few years and done everything that he said, like it probably would have, Oh yeah, he, 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 he was, record. <laughs> he was talking about it like a couple years before. I mean, cause sports cards really started hitting again, just like only like two, three years ago, but he's yep. been talking about it for like six years. And so, yeah, yeah me too. I wish I would have gotten in, into it then. So, so what, you know, um, I think what Trevor is, is referring to guys, you know, our sale and scale summit, which is coming up in September. You're, you're definitely going to be there, right? Yes, I will be there. Yep. So guys, make sure to come out uh, he, uh, h10.me forward slash S3. You can get your tickets, but uh, you'll meet Trevin there. You can meet Gary V. And we just announced a musical guest. Uh, Nelly is going to be performing live there. And and we haven't even announced uh, a lot of the other speakers, tons of great speakers and great content. So make sure to get your, your tickets right away. Now, uh, going back to just the Amazon space, you know, you know how we do uh, on this show. We, we do our uh, 30 second tips, our tsts. So let, let's try and do you know, maybe one or two of them. So what's something, you know, somewhat unique that's been working for you over the last year or two that you think people can, uh, can instantly, um, add value to their operations if they implement this strategy. I mean, the biggest thing for me is leveraging, uh, Amazon brand benefits. So enrolling in the brand registry program, I feel like this is something that Amazon has been pushing a lot lately and they're rolling out constant benefits features almost daily and for me, that has really kind of propelled my business with A plus content, 
Um, I guess my, my quick tip would be run video ads, just simple run video ads. Those are great. You have to be brand registered to do that. Um, there's other, um, I actually just made a video today about customer reviews. There's a tab inside the brand uh, dashboard where it says customer reviews, and you can actually contact uh, customers that have left reviews that are three stars or less. Mm -hmm. Um, You can't reach out and say, hey, remove the one-star review, but you can actually contact them, hopefully solve the problem, solve the situation, maybe give a partial refund. And I've seen people actually change their review from a three-star to a four-star. And for me, that's that's a big kind of boost in your listing. Anytime you can get good reviews, good feedback, that just adds credibility. So I would say that tab right there, um, brand registry in general, would be just a, a, a tip recommendation that all Amazon sellers should be leveraging. Yeah, guys, it, it, in 2022, if you're a serious private label seller and you don't have brand registry, you need to check your priorities because you're not going to be successful um, without that. I mean, the, maybe three, four years ago, it was like, oh, okay, if, if you could do it, you know, go, go ahead, you know, uh, but now you can do so many things and so many different metrics. There's like so many cool metrics now that Amazon makes available on the advertising side and even on the search query side where it's only available to brand registered sellers. So guys get brand registry, um, customers back in the day, you know, going along with what you said, it's like people would always say, oh man, how can I contact my customers to to who left a bad review? And the actually was against before it was yeah. against terms of service. You couldn't. The answer was no. Amazon doesn't want you to. But then Amazon's like, no, you know what? If you're brand registered, you can go ahead and contact these these um, these sellers who left you or these buyers who left you a bad review, and and you know see if you can fix the uh, situation. So so guys, get brand registry. Any any other tips for us? I mean, it could be about baseball cards, could be about Amazon, could be about uh, being an influencer on TikTok, whatever you want. I mean, the biggest thing is you got to be consistent. Um, everybody wants success. Everybody wants to have a raving Amazon business. At the end of the end of the day, Amazon works. It just depends on if you're willing to put in the work or not. Um, and and what I've seen is if if you're consistent with it, if you just keep going with it, um, you will see the success that you want. I just feel like so many times, at least in this world, people get kind of. Uh, scattered brained. They have the shiny object syndrome. Yeah. They hear one opportunity, oh, crypto, NFT, real estate, Amazon, drop shipping, whatever it is. And they focus on one thing for two weeks or a month. And then they throw in the towel and they're like, oh, it didn't, it didn't work. And the reason it didn't work is because you didn't give it a fair enough shot. So if you're an Amazon seller, um, and if you've been in the game for a couple weeks, a couple months, even a couple years, and you're not seeing the success that you want, just try to stay more laser focused on that one thing. And and that's kind of what I did um, for the first little bit as I was scatterbrained. And then it wasn't until I just laser focused into Amazon. And that's all I did for literally two, two years before I started any other business. I just did Amazon and, and focused on that. And then I, obviously I was able to quit my job. And then once I was able to quit my job, I was able to focus a hundred thousand percent of my time and energy and focus into Amazon. And that's what I was, that that's what enabled me to scale to that next level. So, um, that, that's another little kind of piece of advice for, for anybody that's kind of wondering like, ah, I'm stuck or it's not working. You, you just got to be consistent with it. Yep. Now, if people want to get, you know, some more of your advice uh, out there through your videos or, or through your social media presence, how can people find you on the interwebs out there? 
easiest way is Trevin Peterson on TikTok, Facebook, uh, Instagram, YouTube. Um, I'm probably most active on Instagram, Facebook, not, not Facebook as much, but Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. You can search my name. It will come right up. Um, feel free to reach out with any questions. Um, love helping new Amazon sellers get up and going. Awesome. Well, I look forward to, um, if not sooner, seeing you at September at the uh, Sell and Scale Summit. And until then, wish you the best of success. And, and let, let's check what's uh, check in with you maybe in 2024 and or 2023 and and see you know what other goals that you've been able to uh, to crush uh, in the meantime. Awesome. Thanks for having me.